Wizard of Oz. We nearly is the Wizard of Wiz, if ever a quiz there was. Hi, I'm Carrie. And I'm Diana. And you're listening to Fiction Kitchen, where we're cooking with inspiration from our favorite books, movies, and TV. Today, we are talking about The Wonderful Wizard of Oz by L. Frank Baum. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz! So, this movie, I think I have seen more than any other movie ever. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> I first saw it when I was, like, two or three. Or mm-hmm. may- yeah, it must have been... Or maybe younger, you know, but like I, I don't like, even remember. Right, that. I know it's like etched into my memory. I don't yeah. know, but like I watched it all growing up. We had like um, we had taped a VHS off of TV, and so mm-hmm. it had like awesome eighties commercials <laughs> during yeah. it. Yeah, because yeah, it was constantly on TV. So watched that a lot. Um, couldn't wait to show it to my kids. You know, as soon as Zoya got old enough, we watched it, and then. Um, read the book for the first time two years ago, and so it was really interesting to like you know see the see the differences in, in the source material. Nice. Yeah, but well, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm getting ahead of myself. We'll get into all that in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but first, yeah, like um, up front, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Um, Meaning that if you like this podcast, it'd be great if you would rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, I'm really curious to know what... Yeah. So. <laughs> when, when we send these out into the world, what happens to... What, <laughs> what yeah, but apparently that makes it a lot easier for people to find you and stuff the more reviews you have. So that would be awesome if you guys would do that if you like mm-hmm. the podcast. If you don't like us, then... Well, we can't be doing much worse, <laughs> so... <laughs> now, you can write us an um, email, and we'll try to make improvements, because, yeah, we want to make you happy. What? We don't need to... Imp- no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, we totally... <laughs> yeah, please tell us. <laughs> but, yeah, before we get into The Wizard of Oz, let's do Tasty Time, where we talk about what's going on in fiction food. Tasty Time! So, you were saying you had something kind of related to The Wizard of Oz. Yeah, so I want to mention Let's Eat Fiction, and they're at letseatfiction.com, and uh, it's created by a lady named Red Reina, and she actually... Great name. Yeah, she's actually the one that started the Disney Diner uh, years ago. Um, But yeah, so Let's Eat Fiction, they do movie recipes, TV show, video game, they have Harry Potter and Disney. Um... So, and she does, uh, like, little YouTube videos uh, for, you know, how to make certain recipes, and, um, but why I thought of her today for this episode is because she is also an author who has written uh, some Wizard of Oz retellings, or Wizard of Oz-inspired books. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, it's called the Topaz Road Trilogy, and right now there are two... Well, there's one out right now, Dorothy and the Four Corners of Magic, that you can get on Amazon, and mm. then have you the read second it? one, no, I have not, but because I follow her for Let's Eat Fiction, I've I've noticed that you yeah. know, she also does this, so I was like, oh, cool, like, you know, mention her for the Wizard of Oz episode, um, but yeah, the second one, Dorothy and the City of Green Glass, comes out the end of this month, so August 31st. So, and that one's like Oz meets steampunk. So. <laughs> oh, how fun. Yeah. 
Excellent. Yeah. Had to check that out. Well, thank you for sharing. Thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's this, yours? Yeah, mine. Whew, this time, mine's kind of a cop-out. <laughs> what? I was too busy reading the Wizard of Oz page on Wikipedia <laughs> right before. <laughs> <laughs> During the time I normally am, like, looking around for my, my tasty time. Um, but um, I just wanted to mention... Um, as president of the uh, Christine McConnell fan club, <laughs> <laughs> oh I, yeah, and I've talked about her many times before on here. Um, she does like the awesome, like very artistic, yeah, creepy cakes creepy, and stuff. Yeah. Well, she's also a model, and she just dropped like a um, like a full calendar photo shoot, which is amazing, and it's all inspired by Miss um, Peregrine. <gasps> so, oh, I'm glad you yeah. reminded me because I think. A while ago, I saw that she was going to do that, but right. I never checked back. Yeah, in fact, yeah, you back. tagged me on her, like, announcement post or whatever that, like, oh, something's coming. But, yeah, she it, it's fantastic, and you can go and download it for free, and oh. they're all, like, gorgeous and creepy and just ethereal and, and wonderful. And there are, like, a couple um, food shots, like, um, the November one in particular, like, she's, she's cooking Thanksgiving dinner, <laughs> and her dog has, like, oh. creepy tongue. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's fantastic. So I just wanted to mention that. And yeah, check out the rest. Oh, check out the rest of her Instagram because she's got like some amazing so cakes. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at it. May. May is she's like a spider lady. Oh, I can't yeah. even look at that. For no, too it's long. fantastic. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we yeah, look, we look like green as well as. I guess I can say it. <laughs> we're going to be doing an episode on um, yes. So we, yes, we Miss Peregrine's home. We also will have an up, yeah, yeah, upcoming Miss Peregrine's episode. So this kind of yeah, this is like foreshadowing. Yeah, as well. <laughs> it's coming. Get ready. Oh my gosh! All okay, right. I guess that. <laughs> <laughs> so let's Very jump cool. into the Wizard of Oz. I kind of gave my background with it. So how about yours? Did you did you like it as a kid? And have you rewatched it? As an adult? So. Slash red. <laughs> yeah. So I don't. I, I feel like this is again. Because it's like. Amer it's Americana. It's like a piece of American. F fairy tale. It is. It's, it's, it's aggressively so American. It's like one of the only. Like yeah. American fairy tales. It's so ingrained in our culture. Yeah. And so. It's another one of those things. Where I feel like. I just. Magically. Knew about it. Right. Like. <laughs> Because there are, like, spoofs and allusions everywhere in, like, cartoons and just yeah, and, like, oh, so many things. There's many, like, quotable lines from the movie that, yeah, yeah. just show up over and Pay over again. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I assume that I watched it as a kid. Like, I can probably, you know, remember, like, little snippets. Um, but I, I watched it again for this podcast and I really enjoyed it um, but yeah so I don't have any memories like you do as a kid like oh, okay. watching it a lot um, but I do remember the 1985 uh, Return to Oz okay, with the Wheelers and Mombi who like changed her heads and yeah, I don't know so, like, I haven't seen I any of the that. I haven't seen any of the subsequent movies and I haven't read any of the other mini books mm -hmm. um, 
which they like from blended Frank, in a lot. Yeah, from El Frank Baum. From other books. Yeah. yeah other um, versions of the books. Like Mombu, in the books, she's not the one that could change her heads. Oh, okay. It was, it was like Princess Long Longmire or something. But, um, yeah. So, so, like, I have more like snippets of memory from that than I do of the 1939 one. Oh, okay. So maybe I actually never, or if I did see the 1939, I saw it like on TV, like when I was really tiny or oh, something. Okay. And I just yeah. don't remember it. So, but yeah, so preparing for this, I read The Wizard of Oz and started reading um, the second book, and which is, I can't remember what it's called now. <laughs> I'm just like... Because they're all because I have this um, the first five vol- five novels. Um, it's like a Barnes and Noble collection. Oh, okay. Really um, so they're just all you know squished in together. Um, oh, the marvelous land of Oz. So I started reading that. Um, anyway, so I read the unabridged version, um, and then I yeah I watched 1939, and I watched the 1985 Return to Oz, and I also watched. Um, the Witches of Oz, which that? also goes by the name Dorothy and the Witches of Oz, and it was like a, I mean, I rented it on iTunes as a movie. Mm-hmm. It was like two and a half hours or three hours. I don't know. It was really long, um, but it was originally a miniseries. Oh, I guess there it's packaged two different ways, like as a miniseries, which is like an hour longer than. Oh, and it's pretty new too. It's like two thousand twelve. Yeah, well, 2010, 2012, it, it was, I think it was created in 2010, and then it was, like, aired as a miniseries, and then it was repackaged and then shown on, like, festival circuits, or, mm-hmm. I don't know, so they're, yeah, um, and it, <laughs> it was really ridiculous, <laughs> it's, like, a really ridiculous movie, but they, I mean, they gather, all you know, a lot from the Oz books and from you know, inspiration from the 1939, because that's pretty much, that's mostly what people know is the 1939 Right, movie. right. Um, but, yeah, but it was, like, really goofy. <laughs> so really, like, yeah, it's kind of like, if you love Once Upon a Time, you'll probably love this movie. Oh, okay, so. Or it's actually even a little bit cheesier than you know, Once Upon a Time. You know who you so. are, people. Oh, man, yeah. Mia Sierra's in it. <laughs> Yeah, Sean Astin is in it, Christopher Lloyd. Oh, okay. Billy, Billy Boyd, yeah. So, like... Yeah, there's people in it. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd, It's like, yeah. what are you guys doing in this movie? Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Yo. Ethan Embry. <laughs> wow, I need to see this now. I just, like, I'm so well, it's curious. So, yeah, I want to... It's, like, I very wanna, heavy on the... I won't expect much from it, Computer, but... like, uh-huh. computer graphics and yeah. computer effects, and then also, like, the makeup and the styling and the it's just that's very over the top it's like it's definitely a family movie well but then there's like some stuff it's like whoa what what just happened why isn't there blood on the knife after they just did that whatever anyway so it's oh. like, we're gonna cut off somebody's head but we're not gonna put blood on that on the axe or whatever <laughs> i don't know but yeah so <laughs> that was really goofy i can't believe i I mean, I spent money to rent it, so I was like, I have to finish watching right. it. Right. <laughs> okay, so there's that, but yeah. Um, and then there's also, I didn't rewatch this because I had watched it somewhat recently. Um, on Netflix right now, they have uh, 
Legends of Oz. Um, it's Legends of Oz colon something. I can't remember. But it's computer animated. And Patrick Stewart is a voice of a tree that they turn into a boat. And the antagonist is a jester. So I'm not, like, and that's inspired by other Oz books, but I haven't, you know, as I said, I've only started the second one, so. Mm, okay. But yeah, there are, like, a million different Oz characters, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so there's a lot of Oz stuff out there. Um, but yeah, so preparing for the podcast, though, that's, I watched, like, three movies and read one, one book, and. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, growing up, my husband, he loved like the movie, 1939 movie, and like he and his siblings would pretend to be characters and play, you know, act it out and stuff, but. Oh, that's so talking so my I married memory. The, I d- yeah, so I married the scarecrow. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> he was always the scarecrow. I used to play that too. I'm just, I, I had forgotten about that but yeah i was it was before i was like very old so i was i was still little but i was always Mm. dorothy of course and um my sister who's two years younger than me um was still crawling at the time so she was Toto. Toto. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and my grandmother was the good witch and my mom was the wicked witch (laughs) so (laughs) that's all you need to know (laughs) yeah So, yeah, yeah, I think, actually, there's a story about, um, yeah, I've been watching this since I was, like, super little. There's, like, a story. I was in the hospital, I think, when I was, like, really little, like, maybe two years old. I don't know. And, um, yeah, I think we were, like, up super late in the hospital room watching The Wizard of Oz because it was on TV. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it dates me back. I love it. Um, I, I didn't rewatch it for this because I saw it, like, fairly recently. I think we saw it last year. Because I tried to show it. I was so excited to show it to my daughter when she was, like, old enough. And I showed it to her when she was, like, too young and didn't really care at all. <laughs> she liked the munchkins a lot. Mm-hmm. Like we, So mainly we just, like, watched that part over <laughs> and over again. <laughs> the munchkin yeah. part is the best. I mean, yeah. All the singing and dancing and whatever. But then, like, yeah, we, we went back and... Um, I think two years ago, my um, my uncle gave her the um, the Wizard of Oz, and actually, it turns out we we both have the same copy. Um, yeah, illustrated or your husband's copy is the same as the yeah. one I have, illustrated by um, Charles Santori, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it's a really beautiful book. Like it's got really great illustrations, and so we we read that. I, I guess over the course of a week or so, um, reading every evening. And then we watched yeah, the movie. I was at the gonna end, read so, that, yeah. but it's abridged, so I was like, "Wait a minute." Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, this is pretty short. I can't believe we got through it so quickly. No wonder. So you don't, you don't know <laughs> so, about that. Yeah. So we. So giant, never mind. I haven't. I still haven't read it. Then I guess. Or the. Oh, okay. But, but it's like, yeah, but it's nice. Entire parts left out. Gotcha. <laughs> it's a nice okay, so never mind. No, it's I, I haven't read it. I've read I'm the like throwing a wrench in the wings. <laughs> but there's still a lot of detail in that that's not in the yeah. movie. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there's like lot, lots of um, like it's even more fairy tale esque in that there's like a lot of the rules of three, and then there's also in the book there's like a lot of color theory. Um, so of course like. We know the Emerald City, um, but also 
there's there's other colors that kind of like dominate areas of the land or whatever like munchkin land is all blue they love blue all their houses are blue they wear blue um dorothy has her um same like you know kind of iconic gingham dress um in the book as she does in the movie um like blue and white checkered and they're like oh you're wearing white you must be a witch because only witches wear white and yeah, there's some other kind of like um, a good witch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because good witches wear white. Yeah. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? Me? Oh, I was I was just saying the line. Oh, but I if, was if like, you, if you'd like to answer, then please, I'd like <laughs> I to know. Be a good witch. <laughs> <laughs> I have a white lightsaber, so okay. I guess that means that's right. <laughs> the way. I, I do want to interject. I did remember something um, as a kid, so okay, like growing yeah, up on the that? farm. Um, I do remember there's the scene. See, you, well, didn't, I mean, you didn't need to see this. You were like living it since you grew up on a well, farm. Well, I know, because I was like, wait, like I was a farm <laughs> this girl. This was your so life. You were, have... you were actually Dorothy. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember as a kid. So I must have watched it as a kid because I do remember the scene when she is. Um, balancing on the fence of yeah, the, of the pig pig side, and then she falls down well pigs are, are like they will eat a person but but she like falls down into the onto some wire mm-hmm. and it's i mean it's, i think it's supposed to be as if it was barbed wire or something i guess because so as a kid but i mean it's not actually barbed wire because you know she would really get oh, her. Yeah, that would cover the whole The actress Garland would have gotten her. But anyway, but like as a kid, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what it's like to <laughs> run into barbed wire or whatever. So, oh, okay. So you related to that. And I was like, was the electricity turned on? Or no? But of course, that wasn't, that was like 1800s. Right, right, right. The, end of the 1800s, so they didn't have electricity and right, running right. through their barbed wire. But <laughs> So yeah, so I totally understood that. And then with the, um, the, 1985 film instead of Toto little Dorothy has a chicken with her what and she like carries around and stuff yeah and so I was like yeah I totally cause I would totally catch chickens and carry them around with me <laughs> I call them little pocket hens we would like put them fold them up in our big t-shirts oh, and just carry so, them around so you were like, like a little you were pet. like yeah so you were doing like the puppy in your purse thing like way before oh yeah <laughs> yeah chicken chicken in my pocket it's as cute as can be just kidding <laughs> yeah in, in our shirt yeah nice anyway okay yes color theory colors so yeah so there's blue and green and then there's red and yellow yes we've got the yellow brick road well there's a whole land of it's the wink winkies Oh, that's the right. Yeah, monkeys. yeah, that's the in the east. In the east, the, yeah. Well, which you know, some people have taken that to be a very politically incorrect <laughs> allusion to Asian workers oh. coming to America. I see. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's a good segue. Do we want to? Kind of, do we kind of? Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's very sad. I know. I mean, if it's well, there's another. Is the case that reminded me too? Because like some of this. Okay. Well, there's there was a 1964 article where a historian Henry Littlefield 
Littlefield, um, came up with all these like symbol symbols in the Wizard of Oz and said it's like a political allegory, um, and this stands for this, and this stands for this, and this stands for this, um, which it's not like confirmed that this is the case, and then there are people that were yeah. arguing against it. They're like, it's just a story, calm down. But, like, there's there's a lot of stuff that, like, really matches up to stuff that was going on, um, like, politically in 1890. And so, um... Yeah, yeah and actually, th that's not the only political incorrect thing. Um, the winged monkeys stand in for, like, indigenous people. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, which is one of the things. And so, yeah, you've got, like, the yellow brick road, which is, um, like, the gold standard, and then Dorothy's original shoes were, were silver. Yeah, folks, like, the 1939 film was great and all, but... Oh, the no! Were not red. Well, well, <laughs> but the, we understand Technicolor, like, well, they let's were, make them well, red. No, I think that was, that was, but. no, I think that was, like, a brilliant decision to make them red because... Red for blood because she <laughs> murdered the witch to get them. Well, <laughs> no, 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 I, I love it, like, yeah, first of all, yeah, that, that's a good point, like, the, the movie was in Technicolor and so they wanted to take advantage of, like... I feel those, like that's why they Right, gorgeous. Yeah, that's the reason, but it was, I think it was so smart because they're, like, seriously iconic, you know, like... They've just become a thing. Yeah. Like little girls wear red shoes nowadays and call them their Dorothy shoes. You know, like it, it's it's. I like, know, I know, it's inescapable. It's such an iconic it's, thing, and if they were silver, it would have yeah. been no big deal. So I think it was brilliant to make them red. But yeah, like so, there's some other like um like symbolism here. Like the scarecrow is the American farmers. The Tin Man is the industrial workers. Um, the Cowardly Lion was a politician from Nebraska. Um, the cyclone is, like, political upheaval, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you know, you can take, like, so many of these things yeah. and kind of, um, draw parallels between what was going on at the time. Well, it was interesting yeah. because the first dude, Little, Littlefield, like, he, he wrote his article that it was a parable on populism, like, that, that bomb was pro-populism, like, which was about, like, monetary reform, mm -hmm. um, but Baum, as a journalist, actually wrote articles against populism and, like, pro-Republican uh, Republic, ideas and stuff. And so then people were looking at it as the opposite theory of what Littlefield had. And they, they found, um, you know, what they thought was proof to back them up. And so it's oh, okay. been really interesting so can, because there are these theories you can of satire, you can read it, read people into don't it both know ways. which side. Yeah. yeah, and then a third group was like, actually, he was not on one side or the other, but was simply, you know, characterizing both sides, you know, just to like, I don't know, make a statement about what was going on at the time. Yeah, just kind so of a commentary, like, like okay. it not leaning towards one side or the yeah. other. <laughs> but. Which, yeah, and so in that sense, it kind of reminded me of, like, Aesop's fables, because those, you know, those are, on their own, they are classic, like, ancient tales, but they were actually written as, like, political satire and, and commentary and stuff, so it's it's interesting that, like, children's and, literature... And same thing for, um, for and nursery rhymes. And that's been rhymes. said for Alice. Yeah, nursery rhymes, and, yeah. So, so that's really interesting, and, but again, it's like, it's people... And I'm kind of surprised that there that these are simply theories for Wizard of Oz because you'd think it's. I mean, it was published in the 1900s, and 
I mean, the early 19... Or 1900 was when the first one was published, and then he continued to write, like, 14 more books. I don't know if they were <clears throat> um, satires, but it's like... It wasn't that long ago that he was alive, or his family was alive, or, like, his... You could still look at his notes if he had them. So it's like, how... Why are these still just theories, and how come no one has actually found, you know, some kind of evidence to prove? Yeah, like, if he had notes or whatever um, yeah. on this, but I don't know. So, anyway, so that's kind of curious to me, and interesting, so it'll forever just be, I guess, theories. Yeah, it's a mystery. Which, yeah. It seems like there's too many coincidences for it to mean nothing, you know, because, I mean, you mm -hmm. can't, it's not just, like, you're, you're pulling stuff, or, not many, not many of these are a stretch, you know, you're like, oh, of yeah, course. Yeah, everybody is that, finding that something makes to back it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Within the text, so. Or, seems like it's a stretch, you know, because, yeah. um, yeah, it seems pretty spot on, but who knows? Well, just reading it as, yeah. you know, not knowing about the politics of the time and stuff, it still feels as though there's inner meaning, like, it just seems so obvious that he's, he's alluding to something when he's talking about the Scarecrow and the, all the comments. He's, like, the Scarecrow's dialogue and how Dorothy responds to him and stuff, like, about, like, there are a lot of people who talk a lot and don't have brains or whatever, you know, right. different things. Right, that, yeah. that even made it into the movie, 1939 movie, and yeah, so it does very much seem like those characters are caricatures. Right, right. Caricatures or whatever for, yeah, for others, so. Yes. Theories. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, can we yeah. talk a little bit about G Judy Garland? Okay, Because I love her it. so much. Yeah, I think she's amazing. Um, so, yeah, like, um, in the book, Dorothy's a little bit younger than um, Judy Garland is in the movie. And I think they were originally planning to cast um, Shirley Temple, but then decided they needed, like, um, like a more mature actress for this range. Um, there was, was it, like, Shirley Temple Theater or something did... Land of Oz, or I don't know. Oh, I don't know. One of those. Possibly. But yeah, like, she she was the most Story popular book, yeah. actress, or child actress at the time, so they, they were going to make it with her. But um, I think it was, like, a good decision to go with um, Judy Garland, and, like, Over the Rainbow is just so beautiful. Um, okay. And I wanted to mention, too, like, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the You Must Remember This podcast. It's no. so good. It's, um... Karina Longworth tells stories about, um, uh, let's see, she says Hollywood's first century, and so there's, like, a bunch of, like, really, really interesting stories about, um, you know, actors and the movie industry, and, um, um, there's a couple of, um, episodes on Judy Garland, like, there's one, um, that focuses, like, on the end of her life, and, you know, she, of course, struggled a lot with, like, addiction and just kind of, like, trying to make comeback after comeback and um she was like a huge um icon to the lgbt community and so it's really interesting and then there's another one that um is the kids of mgm so it focuses on her at the beginning of her career and just kind of um how they treated the kids in the movie industry which is super interesting so um i highly recommend both of those episodes and you can kind of get some insight into her life 
interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so there, in 1960, there was a uh, Shirley Temple storybook collection um, episode of The Land of Oz. I don't know if she was actually in it, because this is, yeah, 1960, so. Anyway. Yeah. Just a... Yeah, good to know. FYI or whatever. Um, but, yeah, so... So it's interesting that yeah, so they're the the Wizard of Oz is the first in this whole series and is the most well known and most popular. Um, but yeah, there are fourteen books that Baum published while he was alive. Um, he was working on a fifteenth one. Um, he died in nineteen nineteen, I believe. <clears throat> um, but there are many more Oz books that are considered like in the canon. Um, I don't have a number of them though. Let's see, like, oh gosh, like by Ruth Plummy Thompson, and she started writing in 1921. So let's see, an additional 26 Oz books after Baum's death, and those are still considered like part of the canon. Canon. <laughs> yeah. And then I think there's a special word when I don't know what it is. <laughs> Wait, let me see. Um yeah, and the characters. So Oh yeah. So there and then there are some books considered heretical to bomb scholars. Um so like um the wicked books which I want you to tell tell oh, us a little yeah. bit about Wicked. Yeah. So there are other... So it's interesting. So Baum wrote 15, and then there are later Oz books that are... I don't, like, I don't know if you'd call them official, but they're, like, in the canon. So, somebody is saying that those are, like, true Oz. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, but then there are a lot of retellings and reimaginings that um, that are, are just that. They're not actually part of the, the Oz canon. Uh, so, yeah. it's really, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, okay, so tell, yeah, tell us about Wicked, because oh, that's yeah. been super popular, it's gonna be a movie in, what, 2019, I think? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. which it. will be amazing. I like mov- movie musicals, but yeah, you said it might not even be musical. Or Yeah, I don't know, I haven't, I may say what this article... I don't know. But anyway... Yeah, but that would be cool. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, Wicked, I haven't seen the play, I've seen, like, Adina Menzel singing Defying Gravity <laughs> on the, you know, online somewhere. Um, but yeah, the, the book's fantastic, and, um, like, I totally didn't know what I was getting into when I, when I read it. Um, I just picked it up, like, I was thinking it would be, like, kind of, like, you know, it, it's the retelling of this story from the perspective of the Wicked Witch of the West. Um, and so I, I expected it to be kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek and kind of, like, I don't know, like, more that tone, but no, it's, like, a serious novel, and it's, like, really, like, um, detailed and complicated and interesting, and, um, like, I, I really loved it, so I, I recommend that. And, um, yeah, there were a couple more books he wrote, which I have not read. There's, um, Son of a Witch, <laughs> and, um, yeah, Re- Return to Oz. So, I have not read those, but, um, I may at some point, because I loved, I loved Wicked so much. Yeah, I've had many friends who love the musical, and they'll they've like told me about it, and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so yeah. Really my cool. sister's my sister's super into the, 
into the musical and I've heard like some songs from it so but yeah good stuff oh yeah um, so as of our recording it's August 15th and today in Oz history I'm getting this from the International oh. Wizard of Oz Club um, this so October or excuse me August 15th um, was the Hollywood premiere at Groman's Chinese Theater uh, for oh, The Wizard of Oz. Interesting. In 1939. Wow. Yeah. So today is the day that, or August 15th. How do we keep doing this? We've done this several <laughs> times that we just like randomly choose a date for a certain episode and it ends up yeah. being significant. Yeah. <laughs> like we did Pride and Prejudice on Jane Austen's birthday. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Auspicious. Yeah. yeah. So I thought that was pretty yeah. cool. Um, and did you know... Probably oh, not. What? <laughs> I'm sorry, the 2016 tour schedule is sold out, but... Oh, I'm, Land, I'm Land of sure Oz. that's true. Land of Oz, there's a place called the Land of Oz in North Carolina. I did not know that. <laughs> Where in North Carolina? Yeah, let me see. Um, <laughs> let's plan a visit. <laughs> um... Yeah, when you come down for Heroes Con, we'll, all, we'll also hit the Land of Oz. <laughs> oh, no, I would, yeah. No, there's a um, a button on the tab, oh, okay. or the tab for this. Is, let's Beach, Beach Mountains. <laughs> oh, okay. Banner Elk. Yeah, what is... It's, it's oh, yeah, in the mountains. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot. It's probably, like, one of those, like, little things. Like, I've been to Tweetsie Railroad, which is up there. There's, like, a lot of little, like, oh, kind okay. of medium or small to medium-sized kind of amusement places to go to yeah. and so this seems like it's one of them looks pretty cute though <laughs> so we'll put a link to it yeah and you can like check it out but i just thought that was kind of cool because it's like hey that's your neck of the woods yeah sure. and so there is an international i mean i already mentioned that like that's where i got this information shared by the international wizard of Oz club um but it's actually they have a website ozclub.org and it was actually started by a 13-year-old kid in 1959, I think. <laughs> no, 1957. Yeah. And, I mean, it seems like it's still relatively small, but they do um, the Bomb Bugle, which is uh, a print, um, like, little magazine, kind of, um, three times a year for members and anyway and they do events around the world around the country um so that's pretty cool i'm like oh because i really do want to keep reading the books because i really loved reading the wizard of oz um and so it's like oh maybe if i keep reading that i'll be like super into it and then i'll want to join the club <laughs> But I thought that was really cool. So that is really cool. Yeah, the the International Wizard of Oz Club, uh, OzClub.org. and they're on Twitter. Um, they have like a hundred and forty some odd members, like on or followers on Twitter. So it's like <laughs> small. Um, and then they're also on Facebook, and um, they link uh, like events around the country, like little and large, that are happening about uh, yeah, pertaining to Oz. So yeah, something to look into if you really love Oz. Yeah, Oz super fans. Yeah. So, shall we get into food? Yeah, yeah. How do we want to go about this? Do we want to just, like, go through the the book and then the movie, or? 
let's that. go through yeah. the the book. So yeah, so I I have all the tabs. The tabs. Yeah, your infamous book tabs. You need to start and putting pictures of your books on um Instagram so everybody can see them. They look awesome. Oh yeah, I did that a few times. Oh yeah, I think you did. And yeah. then I but then I yeah, I keep forgetting to do it and then I'm like oh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I used green tabs. Of course, enroll tabs. Yeah. Oh well, I wish they're like spring green. Ah, okay. <laughs> that's that's the closest I have. Yeah. But yeah, well, you may oh, have more I... than me because like I did kind of find a couple of things, but again, I didn't realize this was the abridged version, so I probably don't have as much. Um, well, a lot of this is like repeat, um, like mentions of yeah. just kind of vague or random things, but um. <clears throat> Also, something that stood out to me, and I, I just wanted to mention because I, I wrote a little note <laughs> to myself that I just found, um, that The Wizard of Oz, while reading it, it reminded me of the Bremen musicians, the Bremen town oh, musicians. Oh, yeah, I can totally see that. You know, you, yeah. you're just, like, traveling and keep picking up oddballs as you go. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, and they're all, like, the idea that they'll get to Bremen and... Like, that will be the place that they'll find right. what they need. Exactly. Basically. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it's very, yeah, I feel like Wizard of Oz is very Bremen esque. Um, yeah, I which, could totally see that. Yeah, the, the musicians of Bremen were, that was Grimm, right? Or, yeah, it was anyway, Grimm. Anyway, it's mm-hmm. hundred, yeah, so it's a couple hundred years old, at least, um, before. Yeah, in fact, I just I just reread yeah. it because there's a, um Algerian story, which is similar, and I was, like, look, oh. looking into Algerian booktails this week for something else. <laughs> so, Yeah, I saw that recipe you posted. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and I love books like that. I love books that, yeah, like, it, like, there, there's a, there's traveling that happens, mm-hmm. so you get this, like, sense of a richer world kind of you know they, because there's traveling going on and also there's like some time passage and then you like meet interesting characters along the way so it's kind mm-hmm. of it's like a just this <clears throat> intriguing or interesting or endearing um things whether it's setting or characters are just like added upon and i really love that um and there so i do a lot of subscription boxes and <clears throat> This is just kind of like a shout out, I guess, but um, to Litjoy Crate, they their most recent one uh, was a book called Riverkeep, which I haven't read it yet, but they included, um, I think it was Rock Paper Scissors um, edition of The Wizard of Oz. So Rock Paper Scissors does um, like covers, alternate covers for books that are in the public domain, um, and so anyway. But the ladies at Litjoy Crate said that Riverkeep by somebody's last name is Stuart. <laughs> um, I don't have it next to me. Um, they said that that reminded them of Wizard of Oz in the sense of that, like, meeting interesting characters along the way. And and I, yeah, I was like, yeah, I really love stories like that. So I love, I love reading, and then you discover more and more what kind of stories you really like, like what elements. Especially because I try to be a writer, like, I'm really bad at the habit of writing, but I'm like, oh, I should incorporate that in, like... Yeah, yeah, you can pick out, like, general <laughs> concepts that appeal to you and that, yeah, yeah, probably other people would be into. Yeah. I mean, right, you did so. mention it one time, there's only, like, you know, there's, like, a set number of of types of stories. Mm-hmm. You know? 
And like kind of everything mm-hmm. could fall into one of those. Oh, like the archetypes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking um, about. Folk tales and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. So this kind of fits. Yeah, fits I need to like some of those. plot out my archetype numbers. Right. For my <laughs> ideal book. <laughs> yeah. Tra- traveling, anthropomorphic animals, um, <laughs> weird lands. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Color theory. <laughs> the sense of time. Yeah. Passage of time. Yeah. Right, right. So. Yeah. Okay, okay so, so food. <laughs> which is what we're all here for. Right, right. Today. Yeah, we showed up for the food. Food brings us together today. Okay. Love it. So, the first thing, Tab, I have is for Chapter 3, How Dorothy Saved the Scarecrow. But do you have anything before that? Um, I do, because, let's see, um, when she first takes off from Munchkinland, she grabs, like, a piece of bread and sticks it in her little basket, and then... When, oh yeah, that's chapter three she, for this. Oh version. okay, and yeah. so when she's right outside of Munchkin Land, she um, meets the Munchkin Bok, B O Q, who is having a party at his house. Oh yeah, yeah and it says like on um, five, on the green lawn before it, many men and women were dancing. Um, five little fiddlers played as loudly as possible, and the people were laughing and singing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. While a big table nearby was loaded with delicious fruits and nuts, pies and cakes, and many other good things to eat. Yeah. Yeah, so Feast at Box House. That's where it's at. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, she got bread and butter. And there was also um, a delicious fruit hanging from the branches mm. of, of a tree by the brook where her house um, came down. And then... Yeah, and then fields of grain and vegetables in abundance. Yeah. yeah and then she came upon that party. Um, yeah, and then there's a little illustration of Toto looking like an old man at a little munchkin baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the illustrations... Where, I can't remember. The illustrations like for the original are really great. <laughs> um, Denslow, W.W. Denslow, who actually helped bomb... Uh, publish uh, the first book. Um, I think he helped him with with a few of the other ones. Oh, okay. Too. I look up. I love looking at um, yeah, like old illustrations. Yeah, it's like really old. In fact, why don't we do this chronologically? Like we can bring in stuff from the movie at the same point in time. That would probably make sense. Oh, let's yeah. see. Okay. So... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to make you rustle your notes. I- I'm going off of memory. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought it was really cool, and I'm sure this, um, well, I mean, depending on, did you, wait, did you rewatch the 39 for this, or you watched it No, recently? because, yeah, I, wa- I watched it, like, within the last six months, so, yeah, so, so I didn't, I didn't um, rewatch it, but, um. Auntie M, so this is before Dorothy whizzes off in the house, <laughs> so in The Wizard of Oz, 1939, Auntie M is, that, is talking to the dude's the the workers yeah the farm hands the farm hands yeah <clears throat> here you can't work on an empty stomach have some crullers so they look like potatoes <laughs> they look like little potatoes but anyway but they're crullers or crull she says crullers but it's just um you know pastry it's like donuts kind of yeah. but it's like a pastry dough and then there's a hole in the middle and then you just kind of flip it in like you're making a topsy tail mm-hmm. with your hair <laughs> you remember those do, they, do people still do top what's it called what oh they call man I, yeah i forgot about <laughs> that you but make yeah, a ponytail yeah, and then totally you like flip it. my hair like that in the 80s 
I know. Yeah. Me too. Right. Okay. It wasn't that long ago. Come on. It was like <laughs> the early 2000s. No, the 90s. Okay, yeah. 90s. Anyway. Yeah, touche. So, and then Dorothy, while she is about to start singing <clears throat> Somewhere Over the Rainbow, she's like picking at her little curler. Oh, curler. that's right. And then she, and she like gives little pieces of Toto and then she starts singing and then she like very stealthily like flips it off screen. <laughs> She's like, Pfft. all of a sudden it's gone. <laughs> and that was really funny. Um, yeah. And then, and then when she meets, um, Captain Marvel, no, I'm just kidding. When she meets, um, Dr. <laughs> or Professor Marvel. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, it really tickled me for some reason. I don't know. Um, yeah, the, the little, uh, the dude. Toto eats his little, um. Eats his, yeah. <laughs> that was a well-trained dog, because Marvel also, like, he had a whole little plate of hot dogs, and then they went, and, like, he and Dorothy stepped away. I'm like, Toto, go get the, yeah. but, but he was a very well-trained dog, so he, like, totally followed them. I was like, dude, there's a, they're just sitting there, <laughs> like, and the cyclone's about to come, and like, right, right, better, take them better away. eat up now. This might be your last <laughs> chance to eat some yeah. sausages or whatever. Yeah, but the dude Marvel is like, he's perfectly welcome. One dog to another is what I said about sort of swiping it. Yeah, and then, yeah, and then so, and then in the movie, so the lollipop guild. I was telling you earlier, like, there might be. Oh, man. I mean, I say they're my favorite because they're, what the heck? <laughs> Who are these the, little dudes? Oh, man, the lollipop <laughs> I, I always like the lullaby league. They're so cute and pretty. And, well, they are, but... And then the, the sleepy head that gets out of bed that's, like, sleeping in a nest. Yeah. yeah. Man, the like munchins are the best. I need to go back and just watch that but scene. The, I love the it. the lollipop league, it's like the little tough guys. Oh, yeah. It's three little tough guys, and they're like... We represent, and they're like so stiff, and they're like move. They like kick their leg out just a tiny bit, like they pop leg, they pop leg, and they have like these little tough faces. And then they hand, they hand her this huge like purple spiraled flat like lollipop. Yeah, and then they're like, and but who thought of like what? I know, I'm just, I'm just cracking up about it. I need to stop, but, like, because they're not in the book, okay, guys, like, sorry to burst that bubble, like, the, the munchkins do not sing and dance and have these different leagues and such and such in the book, and so, like, so some dude, yeah, like, there's a the lot going 30s, on in munchkin land, there, like, there's like, a mayor, there's a coroner, there's get... a, like, um, yeah, there's but, I mean, the other things make things. sense, like, you have Lullaby League, and they're little ballerinas dancing, yeah. okay, and then, but, like, to have, somebody was like, ha, 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 let's, <laughs> something about lollipops, the lollipop, is it the lollipop league? Yeah, the lollipop or, guild. It's the lollipop guild. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> let's just, <laughs> like, <laughs> but why? Why was it three, like, greaser or tough guy... Or just like they just look like factory workers, or I don't know what they—they they were just like dirty, like smudged little tough dudes who didn't want to dance, <laughs> but they wanted to give Dorothy a really huge lollipop. <laughs> like, but who thought up, thought that up, and why? And why did it make its way into the movie for real? Like <laughs> anyway. 
that's the greatest mystery for me, and I love it because it's so random. Yeah, you need to look no into sense. this. Came up with Man, this. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna like be laughing about it tomorrow. Whose claim to fame know. was the creation of the lollipop bill? Yeah, who did that? I, <laughs> this is the best. Okay, and <laughs> oh yeah, okay. So and then the next thing I have for the movie is the apples. But let's see where we are. Right, right. Book. Okay, so, so I think we're about the same place because well, okay, well she she meets the scarecrow mm-hmm. and. Wait. The apples are when they're almost to the Tin Man, and the trees start, like, throwing apples at them, and and so they start gathering them up, um, or, yeah, they taunt the trees, so the trees throw more, and then they, like, go gather them up, and that's how she, that's how she finds the Tin Man. Yeah, and I really like, um, so yeah, well, so I like tabbed corn, too, because, you know. Right, right, right. It's a cornfield. Yeah, for the scarecrow. And And how much more American than that can you get? I know, right? Yeah. Dude. Um, so... Sort of a subsidized crop. (laughs) I really like... Um, the progression of the characters, and I, I like... I mean, it's obvious, you know, you know, how it's gonna go, but, like, you know, that the Scarecrow, he thinks he's not smart, but he actually is, and he proves it several times throughout the story, like, by coming up with these ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, the, the tree thing didn't happen in the book, but, but I do like the, I mean, and, and in the movie, they don't include a lot of things that happened on their travels where the Scarecrow showed his smarts, um, but, but it is cool that they, they created something for the film to show that the Scarecrow was actually... He did actually have brains, mm-hmm. or, or you know, was clever. Um, so yeah, yes. I liked that they showed that because yes. um, it kept the same like heart as the book, um, or the same. I guess that was like a plot line. I, I don't know. Yeah, I actually like a lot yeah. of the changes they made because I mean, there's some like really interesting details in the in the book, but a lot of it just makes it just like over the line batshit crazy, you know. <laughs> Whereas like the movie is more like kind of delightfully crazy. I mean, well, I guess it does get a little bad show with the lollipop kills and whatnot. But, but yeah, you know, there's, but like, there's so, like, so much like wacky, for wacky sake, stuff. Like, the in. book goes off the rails whenever they kill the witch. Like, all this other stuff happens, and it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, and that so, might work its way into, you know, the satire part mm, um, also. Yeah. But but also, I, I like... Um, yeah, so there's a lot in the book that they would take out for the movie to make it more streamlined and more like a coherent story. Yeah, cohesive story. story yeah. Co- cohesive, yeah. Um, but I like that they have these kind of random things that in the book because it made, to me, like after I finished reading the story, it made it, like all of that made it more intriguing. Because it's like, wow, there's so much to this world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like, I, there are all these strange... I agree with you there. It definitely build, builds out the world. Places. Yeah. yeah. And each region so feels so kind of distinct, you know, mm-hmm. as far as, like, you know, the setting, the people that live there. Um, Wicked's very much like that, too, because it takes place in five oh, parts nice. that are, like, um, follows, you know, Alfava or whatever, um, as she she lives in different places like she lives in the emerald city for a while she goes to this place that place so like it's kind of divided and like yeah the regions are very distinct 
family. Yeah, and it's even interesting because in the first book we're introduced to, you know, like we mentioned, so the Emerald City, Oz, is in the middle, is in the very center of this land. Mm -hmm. And then, so the land of Oz is basically the middle (laughs) part. And then then we mentioned, like, the different color sections, so, and, and it's like north, south, east, and west. So there's that, but then all around that is desert. And then beyond that, there's more. So it's like... In the first book, we just get a glimpse of, you know, just this one little bubble, kind of. Right. And then, yeah, and then there's, like, the Gnome King, which is introduced in the, um, well, at least to me, introduced in the Return to Oz movie, um, which is, like, beyond the desert, and anyway, so, yeah. Pretty cool. So, yeah, so... (laughs) apples and fruit trees um and yeah and then she got out some of her bread and and of course so the scarecrow doesn't eat and the tin man doesn't eat so and it and they did mention many times in the story like dorothy was starting to worry about food and this and that and um oh and just to throw in something else from the return of oz when she first returns to Oz, Dorothy, like, comes across a, a lunch pail tree. <laughs> Which, I don't know lunch if that doesn't grow on trees. <laughs> but apparently it does. But I think they were trying to do that whole, um, you know, like, in the film where they made characters of Oz the same actors as characters in the, in Kansas yeah. world. Yeah. And let me tell um, you, when I was a kid, that blew my mind when I figured that out, because mm-hmm. I didn't know for a long time that those were the same people. <laughs> I yeah, mean, it's, like, so well, obvious, you know, but, like, I was a kid, so I didn't know. Because they do that with Peter Pan, too. Well, at least with the dad, with Hook and his oh, Papa right. Darling. yeah. But it's the idea that if, like, it's in a child's imagination, and so they're gonna take... that they're gonna be parallels, like, to the real world, to their imaginary world, and so... Right. Like for the return of Oz, like they they did they did that for some of the characters, but also the lunch pail because like Auntie M was had made a lunch pail for her, and then a lunch pail tree appeared, and the, you know, so it's like <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, um, and yeah, there's a little picture of Dorothy eating a sandwich by the river, talking to the scarecrow, and Toto was like totally eyeballing that thing. Yeah. With his old man face. Gotta feed it's the really puppy funny. Too. Yeah. The sausages were a long time ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, he gets some like porridge or something at some point. Hmm. Does he get porridge at the Nope. Okay, anyway. So so next in the book, don't fail me, Tabs. <laughs> Here we go. Um, oh, <laughs> this when they met the lion. When they meet the lion. Oh, wait, is there anything else in the in the movie? No, I don't think so. Just apples. Yeah, I think that's the last thing. Oh, but <laughs> there was. Okay, so when the at the the Wicked Witch's castle and um there's the oh, wee, oh like the guards yeah. when they're pacing outside. <laughs> so in Wreck It Ralph, 
at King Candy's castle, uh-huh. there there are Oreo guards, Oreo oh. cookie guards, and they say Oreo. <laughs> That's pretty anyway, good. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was great. Um. Oh, and so. So, yeah, because the food is finished for the 1939 film, um, I'll just mention a couple things. Um, so I read the story first and then read, I mean, and then watched the film. And so in the book, there's the golden cap. Right. That controls the winged monkeys. Like, the wearer of it, or the owner of it, can command the monkeys, the winged monkeys, three times. Right. But anyway, in the movie, they don't make that uh, a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do that one, it's like split second, um, there's a monkey who hands the Wicked Witch a golden hat, and then she just, like, throws it back at him, like, off screen. But she doesn't put it on, Oh, okay, I did not catch that, because I I don't think I need to look for that, but, yeah, that's interesting. So they kind of make a nod to it. Yeah, so, like, it was made, so maybe that was, like... It was uh, created because they... They were going to do it, but they're like, this is too it, complicated. Yeah. yeah, or maybe it was cut. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah, there was they did, a scene. Yeah, they did cut know. a lot. Like, I was kind of reading on the Wikipedia page. There were kind of, like, storylines that they had going on that they kind of, um, yeah, mm-hmm. cut from the movie. So th- and at that possible. time, yeah. they didn't save... Like, cutting room floor meant, like, literally, literally. <laughs> on the floor <laughs> right. and swept away and put in the trash. Right, right. Um, but, yeah, and then I didn't, I think I've forgotten that Lions and Tigers and Bears. Oh, my. Oh, my. Was actually from, in my mind, for some reason, I always thought it was from, like, one of the Peter Pan adaptations or whatever. But, um. Yeah, that sounds like it could come from that. Like, uh, talking about the island. Right. When all, yeah. But, but anyway, but yeah, so Lions and Tigers and Bears, but it's, that could pop, if, if that's where it originated, because um, we know there's the Cowardly Lion, but then Tigers and Bears, there were creatures in the original story that were half tiger, half bear. Oh, so it's more like... And they're called li- something. Lions and Tiger Bears. Oh my. <laughs> so. Yeah, but I mean, you know, so perhaps that was an allusion to that. They're called like... Probably, yeah. Gal- Gal- I don't know. I can't even remember what they're called. Yeah. Oh, they make a very. I know it's not a food, but the field mm-hmm. of poppies. Yes, poppy yeah, seeds. Yeah, so it's a drug. And opium. opium. Yes. <laughs> Which harkens back to. So I love this scene. They fall. To they fall Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, they fall asleep in yeah. the field of poppies, and it's like really dramatic. Them trying to get out of it in the um, in the. Uh, in the Santori, in the it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's really nice. Um, yeah, and it's interesting too that like you know it kind of draws the divide between the characters, like those that are alive and those that are not. Yeah. You know, because like the the lion and Dorothy get knocked out, and then um, yeah, you know, the scarecrow yeah. and the Tin Man, who are not really you know living, breathing things, I guess, are able to yeah, kind of try to drag them out. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. F- so food wise, though, it's like well, poppy seeds, and then yeah, and then uh, and then of course, made me think of opium. Right. Um, but then and then it made me think of Sherlock Holmes. But I was just <laughs> imagining, what if, <laughs> what if like, they're going, like Dorothy's laying down to sleep, and the lion, and and they're like, oh, hello, and then there's like Sir Sherlock Holmes is randomly there, like, oh hey guys, oh yeah, I'm, like, chilling in this poppy field, <laughs> <laughs> in the opium, yeah, it's like, oh Sherlock. 
That sounds like it yeah. could be some good fan art. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then one other thing about the the movie that I thought was really cool, like actually re- like really awesome, was um, so like when she's it's super intense, like when the house is whizzing around in the twister and like the music and everything. Yeah. And then as soon as it's as the house as the cyclone stops and the house stops moving, the music stops. Like, really abruptly. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're here. Boom. Yeah, but the effect of that yeah. was really cool. Like, the decision to do it like that. Mm-hmm. Because then she's just like... <gasps> like, she's quiet and she's, like, looking around and... Anyway, I just thought... Like, that really stood out to me and I thought that was really awesome. Okay, And then so... when she opens the door, <laughs> that's the most amazing thing to me. It's just like, yeah, yeah the full like color, so... amazing, beautiful place. Well, which is... Yeah really great i mean well because it's like yes technicolor um but the book begins with like the very beginning it's yeah, kansas everything is, is gray. gray yeah like she feels gray like aunt emma's gray and yeah that's totally in the book every- yeah, so, yeah yeah so it's perfect yeah it fits really well it's perfect to do it like yeah yeah oh yeah did you ever see oz the great and powerful mm-hmm. the one the movie from disney that came out a couple years ago yeah you did not. Did okay. Not, yeah, yeah. I, I watched it and it was okay, but um, I think they were maybe they were trying to do a series. I don't know if they were going to start a franchise or something, but I don't think it did too well. But, but anyway, that's another movie that. But that kind of takes place before the Wizard of Oz. Oh, okay. It's supposed to be. Oh, we should it's mention the we should mention Oz. the Wiz too. <laughs> yeah, the Wiz. Which I, like, I totally I've watched not, that as a kid. I have not seen that, but it looks marvelous. So. <laughs> yeah, Diana Ross, Michael right. Jackson. Yeah. Um. Okay, so this is a really funny part when they meet the lion, and what the lion says, "What is that little animal you are so tender of?" He is my dog Toto," answered Dorothy. "Is he made of tin or stuffed?" asked the lion. "Neither. He's a a a meat dog," said the girl. A meat dog. <laughs> <laughs> From one dog to another. Well, that's another. one yeah. way to describe it, Dorothy. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and I like little Dorothy in this. Like, she's... I mean, she doesn't... Have, she's not, like... I don't know. I mean, you could kind of see that she's simply a character plopped in, and she doesn't really do too much. Or it's, like, more about the setting and stuff but like she actually like she smacks the lion on the nose and she like she does in the witch by putting water yeah, on her but no, because she, she's like pissed off at her she, she's no, like she's ah. funky she's got some personality yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure so I, I really i like her um okay and so she and toto ate the last of their bread and now she did not know what they would do for breakfast if you wish, said the lion, I'll go into the forest and kill a deer for you. You can roast it by the fire since your tastes are so peculiar <laughs> that you prefer cooked food. And then you will have a very good breakfast. Don't, please, don't, begged the tin woodman. Yeah, so Dorothy's so high maintenance, needing to cook her meat yeah. and everything. <laughs> but the lion goes into the woods and it's a, it just says, like, he found his own supper and no one ever knew what it was and he didn't mention it. <laughs> And then don't the ask questions. Crow, you know what's happening. Yeah, but, yeah. Don't ask, don't tell. Yeah, yeah. And the scarecrow found um, some nuts and filled Dorothy's basket with those. Okay. So, yeah, there's like bread, fruit, nuts. Um, and then 
yeah, a river, a river bank and a tree full of fine fruit. Yeah. So, let's see. And then we've got, at one point they mentioned that it's like peaches or something. Um, Scarecrow, yeah, Scarecrow brought some more fruit from a nearby tree. So if you're having a Wizard of Oz party, have lots of fruit. Fruit and nuts. Yeah. And bread. Yep, yep. <laughs> they gather in those, those a delicious porridge. Several times. Yeah, so this is um, when they they were in now in the land of Oz, so the green section of the map. <laughs> <laughs> um and they stopped, this is before they got to the, the gate of the Oz city, the Emerald City. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were, they stayed with a lady and um, they had some porridge and a dish of scrambled eggs and nice white bread. And, and then when they got in to the Emerald City, they saw green candy and green popcorn that were offered for sale. Green candy and green popcorn, man, they really go all out. Yeah. In the in the movie, I love the um when they're all getting all spiffed up <laughs> to see the wizard. <laughs> you know I love a good makeover montage. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh, where was where was little Toto? Where was his little pet puppy grooming station? Yeah, did he get his <laughs> fur fluffed up? No, they didn't yeah, they didn't show <laughs> But yeah, so then they, a hen laid a green egg, and I was like, oh, green eggs and ham. That's where it came from. Right. Oh. Just kidding. Yeah. So some, so yeah, so in the book, of course, it, everyone had to wear the green glasses. Yes. And, um, but, so parts of Oz were green, though. I mean, parts of the Emerald City were actually green, like, because the gate itself and the people have green skin because we meet the gate guard Mm -hmm. who has green skin and like the gate and that whole area like the entrance area before you actually go into the city is all green right but it's all a facade smoke and mirrors yeah but as you go farther in it's just white right so that's yeah that is really interesting i kind of forgot about that part um yeah so they before they go into the emerald city like you said they they make them wear these um yeah like green colored glasses and so they think everything's green even though it's actually white so that's that's kind of just really liked green Now, that's kind of interesting because the whole thing's like a deception, you know? And the wizard wants mm-hmm. you to think he's more powerful than he is. Um, yeah. Yeah, so everything... He's not a bad person. He's just a bad wizard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Emerald City is, like, built up to be this amazing place, but it's, like, really not. So... Mm-hmm. And, I mean, yeah, yeah because... you could draw some political imp- implications from that. Yeah. Take a bit what you will. Because, <laughs> like, Dorothy... Well, it's interesting, Dorothy notices, because when she, when they leave, because, yeah, they dress up, um, and then when they leave the city, she realizes that her dress is white instead of green, mm-hmm. but it was, but, like, she doesn't draw any conclusions, but it's left up to the reader to, yeah, you know, like, hmm, make that inference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, so, they are tasked by the wizard to kill the Wicked Witch of the West, and... And then she get Dorothy and the lion get captured, and then um, the 
witch wants to starve the lion to like force him to become her slave or something um but dorothy dorothy has been put to work as like her house housekeeper housemaid or whatever um so she sneaks food into the lion um every night that's very hansel and gretel yeah exactly um Oh, this. Okay, so this I thought was very cool. So we all know that the witch, her undoing is water. But in the book, she says, See what you have done, she screamed. In a minute I shall melt away. I'm very sorry indeed, said Dorothy, who was truly frightened to see the witch actually melting away like brown sugar before her very eyes. Yeah. So... Good description. I, that reminds me, I read, I don't know if this is, like, a famous short story or not, but, like, I remember the story I read in middle school about, like, a family that was, um, I don't know, they, there was, like, all these little weird things about them, um, like, and it turns out they were, like, sugar people that would melt in the rain. <laughs> oh. Or something like that. I, yeah, I don't know, I vaguely remember this. I'm gonna have to, like, search for it and see yeah, what the heck. Yeah, interesting. But, yeah, that, that, yeah, completely reminded me of that. Yeah, so that imagery is is interesting that you know that specifically yeah, melting it's melting in like there, sugar melting like brown sugar yeah yeah but oh, it's funny because world, the witch yeah I she doesn't say that in the yeah she doesn't say that in the book but yeah that's like yeah one of those that scene I, w- very I won't memorable. say how it happens in Wicked but like that that um scene is pretty interesting you know from the other side. Yeah, but yeah, she she is affected by water. Like ever since she was a child, like it it would like burn her almost. You know, it it was like really painful to her. Mm. Water was. There's a a middle grade novel that I have called Shark Boy, and he yeah he's the main character um, has an aversion to water. Well, but it's because. will turn into a oh okay um yeah my yeah, daughter watches the show where like there's these mermaids that turn into mermaids when they touch oh, water yeah, which those are based on a book series oh okay th- i'm pretty sure yeah the h2o and the yeah. Ma- mako mermaids mako or something mermaids. yeah yeah um but yeah so it's so about the witch and brown sugar like it's funny because she's melting and then she keeps talking. <laughs> she has, like, all this dialogue. I have been wicked in my day, but I never thought a little girl like you would ever be able to melt me and end my wicked deeds. Look out! Here I go! <laughs> With these words, the witch fell down in a brown, melted, shapeless mass and began to spread over the clean boards of the kitchen floor. <laughs> Seeing that she had really melted away to nothing, Dorothy drew another bucket of water and threw it over the mess. She then swept it all out the door. Oh, Dorothy's very <laughs> thorough in the book. Yeah, well, because she's like, I just cleaned this floor. Because she did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there was a bucket of water there. Yeah. Why you gotta, why you yeah. gotta melt all over it? <laughs> mess it up. I just cleaned. Yeah. So, uh, and then, so, and then the, the next food is just more like, um, Fruits and nuts, eating nuts and fruits. Um, yeah, a lot of fruits and nuts flying from tree to tree. The the um when they're the monkeys were flying Dorothy nicely away. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
because then she gains command of the monkeys. And then we've got, oh, Bran. So that's what, because <laughs> the, the Scarecrow wanted brains, and so Oz, the humbug, <laughs> Oz, the not true wizard, um, great and powerful Oz. Watch how you talk about of, him. Yeah. He took a measure of bran. Yeah, bran, pins, and needles, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And mix it, yeah, with pins and needles. I was like, oh. <laughs> and he shook them together thoroughly and filled the top of the scarecrow's yeah, head. Yeah, bran new brains. <laughs> yeah, so bran, yeah, bran new brains. Yeah. And then they're like, well, what's the, why the pins and needles? And then I think it was the lion who said, like, oh, that's so he'll be sharp. Sharp like, as a tack. <laughs> Yeah, that is proof that he is sharp, yeah. remarked the lion. <laughs> so that was silly. Um, and then the lion, so it's liquid courage. <laughs> isn't that alcohol? Like, isn't that what they yes. call, like, another name for So I thought that was really funny, because I have come for my courage, announced the lion. Very well, I will get it for you. Yeah. He went to the cupboard and reaching up to a high shelf, took down a square green bottle, the contents of which he poured into a green gold dish, beautifully carved. Placing this before the cowardly lion, who sniffed at it as if he did not like it, the wizard said, Drink. What is it? asked the lion. Well, answered Oz, if it were inside of you, it would be courage. You know, of course, that courage is always inside one, so that this really cannot be called courage until you have swallowed it. <laughs> Therefore, I advise you to drink it as soon as possible. And so, anyway, then, then the lion did. And he's like, how do you feel? Full of courage, replied the yeah, lion. Yeah, I feel drunk. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so I just, so it's, it doesn't say liquid courage, but basically it's courage in the form of a liquid. Yep. So. Yep, yep. Makes, works <laughs> so there you for go. everyone. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then we've got, um, at the very end, um... The monkeys had set them down near a farmhouse. Okay, so this is when they're at another random person's house. Um, Dorothy asked for something to eat, and they got a good dinner, three kinds of cake, and four kinds of cookies, and a bowl of milk for Toto. Aww. And then, so this is right before they make it to the castle of Glinda. So Glinda doesn't appear until the end of the book, and in the beginning of the book, it's, um... The Good Witch of the North. La, 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 la. I forget her name. But she's like a really sweet old lady. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah. There was that little yeah. old lady witch. Because there are the two good witches, North yeah, and South, and then, and then the, the two bad. Witches. Yeah. Which, of course, throughout the Oz series, like, it changes who, you know, who controls what compass point, etc. Um, and then at the very, 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 very end, home again. Aunt M had just come out of the house to water the cabbages. <laughs> so That's a nice farm food. Yeah. So that is all of the food in Sweet. The Wonderful Wizard of Oz. So, yeah, bread, nuts. Bread, nuts, and fruits. Fruits, yeah. Three kinds of cookies, two kinds of cake, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah so we sugar. were looking around and we found some... Um, uh, Wizard of Oz cookbooks. Yeah. And there's several ones that look pretty interesting. So I actually haven't seen any of the recipes in here, so I'm not sure what to expect, but there is one called 
Um, the Wizard of Oz, Cookbook, Breakfast in Kansas, Dessert in Oz, <laughs> um, Cooking in Oz, Kitchen Wizardry, and A Century of Marbles from America's Favorite Tale, and The Wonderful Wizard of Oz Cookbook. So, I know, I'm like curious. Yeah, curious and they're all on this. Amazon, so you can track them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looks pretty interesting. Um, I do, and I do want to mention something, uh, just because it's a really big plot point um, for the return to Oz, and I'm assuming it appears in the book The Gnome King of Oz. Uh-huh. Um, eggs. <laughs> they are terrified of chickens. <laughs> and, spoiler, like... The chicken that comes with... I think her name is Belinda or something. Anyway, the chicken that comes with Dorothy to Return to Oz, the 1985 film. She, like, lays an egg, and it falls into the Gnome King's mouth, and then he, like... It's poison. How did that happen? It's poison. Yeah. So, gnomes do not like eggs. Gnomes don't like eggs. That's their undoing. Oh. Um, David the gnome like eggs. I know, right? It's so... Apparently, I guess just in... The land of Oz, yeah. yeah, but um, and then this reminded me of the Neverending Story and the Rock Biters, um, because so the gnomes are in Oz are made out of rock. They're basically like rock. Well, okay. I mean, in the Return to Oz film, anyway, that's how they're depicted. And shall we have refreshment while we wait? And it's like this really pretty like pearly and light green blue cakes and then like a smoking tea but it has ice cubes in it I don't know <laughs> um, and, and Dorothy takes a bite he's like how does it taste? Good what is it? Limestone pie and hot melted silver that's what they're eating Delectable. but I was like oh the rock biters that's totally interesting because I was actually when that. we were talking about like the regions that was reminding me of um the never-ending story since there's like a very distinct like north south east and west of the you know land yeah so i really like that Mm -hmm. because it just really kind of just gives that sense of i don't know of space like that it's a real because a lot of stories i like that i've read i noticed like they feel so confined Mm -hmm. but but yeah i love I love these stories that feel that there's just so much more yeah, to it. Um, yeah, so, and then, like, so we mentioned um, Wicked, and so what, what else is out there? I think it's kind of cool. Um, we mentioned a lot of stuff, like, yeah, there's ton of books, ton of movies, like, some, like, quote canon, some not, some just inspired by, um, yeah, so there's, um, so I'm gonna meet this author in a couple months, or maybe next month, but Danielle Page, she has this series called Dorothy Must Die, <laughs> yeah, and it's young adult, um, and it's Dorothy Must Die, and then The Wicked Will Rise, and Yellow Brick War. Mm. That's the third one. But then there are a whole bunch of, um, like, novellas as well that go along with that. Um, and I, I haven't read them yet. I, I own, like, um, 
an autographed copy of the third one just because I found it in Target. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so I'm going to meet the author, so that'll be kind of cool to talk to her because she's starting a new series, not Oz-related. But, um, but yeah, so there are these, because Oz is in the public domain, there are just like Red Raina is doing, like these reimaginings of Okay, yeah, I was Oz. wondering about that. I was like, how are um, they able to just, yeah. Yeah, so public domain means they yeah, can yeah, totally yeah. do whatever they want. <laughs> um, Up for grabs. Yeah, um, so that so that's kind of cool, because it's like the idea that Dorothy is actually bad, like that she kind of took control. I think that I was reading the summary, I think that's, but I read it a little while ago, so I'm like, I don't know if I can. <laughs> um, but then there's another one called Spelled by Betsy Show. Um, so it's just kind of fun that there are these, you know, that because it's been around, it's like such, like we were mentioning, like such a part of American culture, um, the movie and the the original book. Um, and so it's just kind of cool when people do different takes on it or, you know, some of those ideas or um, characters and and the, the setting and just kind of tweak it or shift it into, you know, to create new stories. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, it's super fun. Yeah. Well, I think we're, I think we've touched on a lot of things. We have. We're, yeah. Like, I'm not even gonna, like, <laughs> the food for the Witches of Oz. Meh. <laughs> but that was kind of interesting, just in the fact, like, it was a really dorky movie, but it was kind of interesting, again, of that reimagining yeah. of, like, what if Dorothy returned, but it wasn't until generations later. Mm -hmm. Like, Dorothy, like, I guess time passes differently, kind of like, um, Narnia, you know. And what if Dorothy was actually L. Frank Baum's daughter, and he was writing the stories because he could kind of see what she was going through in the Land of Oz? Anyway, so that was kind of some interesting ideas, but, yeah. But, yeah. So, if we were having a Wizard of Oz party, dinner party... What would we bring to it? Oh, what are yeah. our recipes? What did you make? I made something super simple this time. Like, I had an idea of something I wanted to do, but I'm st which was something sweet, and I'm, like, overrun with marshmallow <laughs> fluff and ecto-lime, whatever I made for, um, for Ghostbusters. <laughs> so I was like, no, I'm making something super simple and whatever. So I made Midwestern-style cornbread. <laughs> Which is yellow. Yes. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah, if, if this, yeah, it's super simple. I didn't try to do anything cutesy with, like, yellow brick road and whatever. Although, yeah, we were talking about this, like, you could do something super fun, like, cut it into bricks and kind of, like, grout them together with some kind of, like, I don't know, something that would taste good with cornbread. Um, Mayonnaise! Ugh. Just kidding, I don't know. That, man, make it super Midwestern. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but just like something interesting though yeah okay so the reason i chose to do it is like first of all you know dorothy's from kansas and like you know corn is mentioned a lot right it sure is and like you know the scarecrow which is one of like the um main characters and dorothy's favorite um yeah is like obviously found in a cornfield so i was like okay that sounds good so i will make midwestern style cornbread which is different than southern style cornbread because um, there's, like, hot debate among many people yeah, about whether sugar should go in cornbread or not. And, um, 
Yeah, like, some people make it with, with it, and some people don't, and some people get really angry about it, and I don't understand. <laughs> so, so, I... So, which, which side Which side I'm on? on? Well, I should be on the southern side, but I actually like sugar and cornbread. So, is that the Midwest? Yeah, and, and actually, what? um... There's actually a divide in the South, too, like, between, oh. like, white and black people, like, the the way they traditionally make cornbread. I think, like, black people add sugar to it, and white people do not, generally. I think I would like generally. sugar. Generally. No, I prefer sugar, yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I like it. Um, but that's, like, just, like, the traditional sugar traditional um, recipe for whatever. But I read this, like, really detailed article on Serious Eats about, like, why people add sugar to it, and it's because, um... Like, I don't remember the exact details, but it's, like, corn is ground differently than it used to be, um, like, back in the, you know, late 1800s, um, and so, because it has a different texture, you have to, like, kind of formulate your, um, recipe differently to give it the same, um, yeah, like, texture and, and, um, flavor, so, yeah, because, like, all the ingredients are different, you know, so some people add regular flour, whereas some people are like, what are you doing? It should be, like, all corn, you know, um, cornmeal, um. and then, um, some people add sugar, some people don't, some people use, um, like, buttermilk, yeah, I use buttermilk in my recipe, so yeah, it's just a super simple recipe for cornbread, and I'm like, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Nice. So I did have an idea, like, what I want to do eventually is, like, I'm really into making these, like, colored shortbreads. Oh, excuse mm -hmm. me. So I wanted to make, like, a gingham uh, shortbread cookie. Yeah, yeah, yeah so do it kind of, like, checkered, like, blue and white, like, Dorothy's dress. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I kind of, like, put a pin on, put a pin in that. I'm like, I'm not making anything sweet this week. But, um, yeah, like, I might attempt that at some point. It's going on the, it's going on the spreadsheet of, like, <laughs> crap I want to cook at some point. Yeah. yeah, I think we've both got, like, a running list. I know. Yeah. That totally reminds me of, like, the idea of a two-tone cookie. Um, because in the 39 film, there's the spiral. It's the yellow... Oh, that's road. right. Like, yeah, when she, but when it's she's... with a red brick road. Right, too. right, right. Yeah. So at the very beginning of her journey, she starts off in the middle of the spiral and kind of walks walks outward from it. And then, yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I forgot about that. Which is which is interesting because the red brick road would go because there is that's like for the south. I think the south was red. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. That, so where Glinda so lives. So that's cool. You yeah. can tell where you're going by the color of the road. Probably yeah. made with bricks built from you know, um, like, mud from that region, and that's why they're that color. Oh, that yeah. Sense. But that would be kind of a cool cookie, like the spiral. Oh, yeah, totally. Because you, cause you did I a, did the spirals spiral for, cookie, um, shortbread for, yeah, Ever After. Ever After. Hi, I did spiral yeah. ones. And you've done, I don't know, how did you make your, um, you did, like, maze, maze runner cookies. <laughs> the maze runner Yeah, cookies. how did you do that? Yeah, I used an extruder for Play-Doh. Oh! Bought specifically for cookies, so it had has never had Play-Doh touch it, so it's it was clean. Wow, what <laughs> a good idea! <laughs> but I want to use it again for some like Minecraft cookies. Perhaps. Oh, how fun! It's a request for my daughter. Oh, nice. So. Uh, but cool, yeah, cool. so that was with an, <laughs> an extruder. But <laughs> yeah, I totally don't have to. <laughs> to I think um, yeah, that you can definitely do it other ways. <laughs> no, I like um, that. That's so clever. I would never think to do that. Yeah. Thanks. Very cool. All right, so how about um, you? What did you make? Yeah, so I'm I haven't made it yet because I'm waiting for a mold to Ooh. get here. What type of mold? Should, um, 
a witch moment. Yay! So the part, yes, you know where I'm going. So that intrigues me the most is the description of how the witch melted. So the brown sugar and water. Oh. So I, it's so it'll be kind of like an experiment. Yeah, yeah. I want to, I. So, like, the idea, I guess it'll be a little bit like when you make a sugar skull. Right. I don't know if I'll put meringue powder in it. Um, so, so I'll, I'll have to experiment a little bit. So, like, I'll use brown sugar and water, and maybe I'll put in a little bit of meringue powder um, just to see... Yeah, to, to bind it. ...the difference in, you know, the structure. Right. And so then I'll... So the mold, of course, like, it's two sides of the witch, and then once it's molded, I'll... Um, glue them together with icing or something um so she'll be three-dimensional and she can stand up and then i will put her on a plate and pour water over her oh, brilliant. <laughs> and see what happens um yeah so i i assume i might have to go through a couple different you formulations know, just to see what, you, you yeah, and your, your mad scientist lab with yeah yeah to see what <laughs> so but yeah so really simple and kind of like kind of like random but like <laughs> it was just what a good idea. It, it was really yeah, cool to so me, cool. just the imagery, and so I'm like, I totally want to try it. Um, but otherwise, yeah, like my very first thought before I started reading the book um, was like Blondie Brick Road. Yes. <laughs> so like Blondie Bars, um, and then also, but yeah, like Poppy Seeds. So like. Oh, that's totally a good idea. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like doing something with anything pop, with, with poppy, poppy seeds. seeds. You yeah. can totally sprinkle poppy seeds on your corn muffins, oh. your cornbread. <laughs> um, that sounds. Or just make like poppy seed muffins. That yummy. Or um, oh yeah, poppy seed corn muffins. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. All right. <laughs> so there's so really we're just a brainstorming lot. here. <laughs> yeah, I like I wrote down a couple other ideas. So just. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, yeah, I kind of phoned it in, but only because, like, apples. last time was so elaborate. I'm like, Ugh, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. Because um, apples are, yeah, mentioned, like, from the movie right. and um, different times. And then, um, so, like, something for straw. So, like, you could do the fried noodles. Just do something, you know, somehow. You could just have a little, like, nest of straw yeah. <laughs> if you wanted or whatever. So, He's anyway. Back. But there are... There are a lot of ideas online for, uh, like, Wizard of Oz parties, and a lot of them are based off of the 1939 film, um, and and so it's mostly, like, theme, so, like, of the yellow brick road, so things that are yellow or golden, and then, or things that are red for the ruby slippers from yeah, the film. Yeah, you could do something um, Or emerald. green, things yeah. that are emeralds. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this one, one thing I wanted to mention, too, With I've seen, like, a lot, there's a lot of recipes... Like, I don't think there's, like, a standard one, like, just, but there's a bunch of different, like, ideas for, like, Wicked Witch cocktails. Um, oh, yeah, cocktails. That's yeah, right. lots of fun stuff, before. and I'm sure there's probably, like, some ruby mm -hmm. red something or other, you know. Yeah. Oh, also rainbow stuff. Right. Of yeah, over the rainbow. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, love it. Oh, so, on, oh, yeah, but also crullers. Like, I really want to make crullers now, too. And I also just think it was hilarious how Judy Garland just like, yeah, like tossed her, chucked it across. Like, yeah, I think real chickens on set, so maybe they that got part it. Too. So, like she threw it away, but yeah. then she was holding it again. So. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> or maybe it was just because she was picking pieces That's off. That's true. Too. Yeah, but anyway, maybe yeah. She chucked, chucked a piece. <laughs> 
But I did. I think cornbread is great. I really like that it's idea. Just, well, it's so basic, and I just kind of wanted to make it anyway. So it's not yeah. like a brilliant idea for this or anything. But um, so what would you serve it with? What would be like the main? Would it be like? I just served it on the side of whatever we were eating since it's so basic. But meat, like meat, dog, chili. Oh my god! No, no, no! Don't go there. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to come up with some kind of like yeah, because that's when I normally make um, cornbread. Is when I'm making chili. Although I had some like yeah. I don't, it didn't like perfect perfectly go with our meal at all this time. But um, yeah, usually if I'm making cornbread, I'll eat it good with chili. I'd have to come oh, up with. Oh, what some, if there's some, like some green? Kind of, some kind of something. themed. Oh, like a um, yeah. like a, a green chili chili, chili verde or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or is that what? It, yeah. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> no, that's a good idea. Yeah. Chili, chili verde and, and um, cornbread. So you got the yellow brick road um, and, the green and the emerald, emerald city. Great. Nailed yeah, it. And All right. <laughs> Put some, throw something red in there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The end. <laughs> that's all. That's folks. all. All right. So we oh, we will. What are we? Do? Oh, go ahead. Oh, oh yeah, no, no. yeah. Let's do that first. Like, what are our our upcoming episodes? <laughs> What's happening next so time? Organized. So Peter Pan. Peter Pan. Uh, yeah, so that's going to be fun. That'll kind of be like this where we'll, you know, we'll read the book and then also there are different there are many different, yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then, oh my goodness, wait, is this really happening? <laughs> Doctor Who. Oh no. I feel like I need to start watching now. <laughs> I know. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. That's a lot. Like, I'm caught up. I know. You're caught but... up and I have not seen any. So this is one. Yeah, I'm going to have you. And I'm not going to be able to remember. Well, I'm going to have you ham. Yeah. I'm going to have you handpick some episodes for me because I cannot watch like 25 <laughs> seasons of Doctor Who. I know. So. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I want to, I want to watch like what? The Weeping Angels and like, I don't know. Oh, you you got to pick yeah. out some other good ones for me. Okay. So, yeah, I'm relying on you. So, yeah, so it's Peter, Peter Pan, Pan, Doctor Who. At the beginning of August, I mean, the beginning of September, and then Doctor Who in the middle of September. And then we'll be into the best season of all, Halloween season. So yeah. we'll have some creepy da, stuff coming da, up. I forgot da, what we picked, da, but yeah. yeah. Great. Oh, um, yes, so Redwall August is still going on. It's still Lots happening, of people, and I still need to post yeah. <laughs> My the recipes cr- that I've been like sitting on from a month. Or the so. one who started this has not posted a recipe yet. I know. Just, Whatever. No, you're you're know. you're keeping the fun going all month. You know. Yeah. Don't don't let us stop. But yeah, and like people have posted some like really delicious looking yeah. stuff. So yeah, look at Redwall August. Redwall, and um, next month Hashtag. we're cooking Hashtag. Pokemon. Pokemon. Gotta eat them all. Yeah. Wait. No, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to eat all the Pokemon. Some of them look tasty, though, like the ice cream ones and stuff. Okay, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, check that stuff out. Um, for this episode, we will post recipes as well as links to anything we talked about on our website at fictionkitchenpodcast.com. Yeah, and you can find us on Twitter at FKPod, and we are Fiction Kitchen Podcast on Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks so much for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. has to be something. I know, what's the, what's the odds? <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> there are so many. <laughs> oh, what a world! We already did that though. But what is it? Um, but I love the put them up, put them up. <laughs> I'll get you, <laughs> my pretty, doesn't... and your little dog yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, there's not. Oh wait, 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 wait. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> yeah, we left that a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> Oh well. Well, I don't know what to say for the end, but thanks guys.